Hello, everybody, and welcome to Speak Freely. Um, for serious topics, I don't like doing an intro. I just like getting right into how I feel about what's going on. So I told myself that I was going to take a bit of a break um, from the news because it seems like 2020 has just it started off a bit <laughs> um, with COVID-19 and the whole world being affected. And while we're still trying to deal with the remnants of COVID-19 as our country starts to open back up, now here comes senseless um, police killings again. So... I felt terrible about Ahmad. I feel just as terrible about George Floyd. It seems like for the last five years, six, no, for the last decade, um, I'll say for sure, there have been at least five to six, maybe a year, maybe 10 for every decade, there has been an African-American male and or female that has been murdered by either the police or by a citizen who just felt threatened and or just wanted to take advantage of the situation, i.e. the um, shooting at the church with the people who were at church and they were praying and that young man walked in there and he shot them and he said, I knew they weren't going to do anything back to me. And this young man is in jail. He wasn't shot and killed. He was placed in jail. But you'll pull somebody over for a simple traffic stop and they're dead. Or you'll pull somebody over for a forgery and they're dead. But a man who actually walks into a church with unarmed citizens and shoots them and admits it and tells the police I did it because they were unarmed and I knew they weren't going to do anything. He's alive. I'm tired. I'm hurt. I'm sad. I don't really know how to feel about this because at a time like this, you would feel that's the last thing that will cross anybody's mind. I mean, if you turn on the news and you look at the news, you don't see Caucasian men and women being murdered by Caucasian officers and being spread across the news channels for people to see. It's an outrageous sad is hurtful because it's like where is the justice this justice system that we have that's supposed to uphold our rights I'm starting to feel like is it for everybody's rights or is it just for the rights of those whom can pay for it or for them those whom get enough attention they sweep everything under the rug if they can Ahmad, his murderers, they let them stay home because they were past DEA. But this young man was clearly murdered in the middle of the street in cold blood, and they were no longer police officers, and that should have never been the case. 
then it's always trying to make the other person look bad. It is no way that you can make this young man look bad just because he was walking around a building looking at the wiring because it was unfinished. He didn't take anything, and it showed that he didn't. And then he went down the street, and these two men chased him down and gunned him down in the middle of the street. And someone had the nerve to record it. It hurts me so much so that we have lost basic love and common decency, that we no longer have compassion for one another or we can no longer talk to one another like human beings. It makes me sad that I'm not saying it's every police officer, but there are officers who are on the force who say this oath and don't mean it. You can't possibly treat a human being the way that this young man was treated and, and really means to uphold the public. Oh, it was an accident. Killing a person is an accident and y'all are firing him? He needs to go to jail for murder. I just want to know when it's going to stop. I want to know when we're all going to realize that there's a bigger picture in this life and it has more to do with what color we are and it has more to do with what social class we are. When are we going to realize that people are people and we're here for each other and we should share our gifts with one another, not against each other, and that we should try to love one another the best that we can? And I'm starting to feel as though that simple principle is slipping away. Our country was built on biblical principles. I mean, I know a lot of people may not agree with the word this day and age. I didn't know there were so many people who didn't who didn't really believe in the word. I mean, but I know and I recognize it for what it is. And I'm not one to tell somebody what to believe. But I feel like we should all follow our hearts to understand that we're all people at the end of the day. We all have families. This man probably could have had children. I couldn't even really read up about him because when I saw another African-American man killed by another officer, and the thing that makes me so mad about it being an officer is the fact that these police officers swear in that they are going to protect the public, that they will defend us. And should we even call them? People are ending up dead because they're selling bootleg CDs. People are ending up dead because they're walking down the street with Skittles. People, Zimmerman wasn't a police officer. I don't believe if he was. I'm sorry I stand corrected, but I really don't remember. We have to check our heart posture. I said a little while ago, like, I can't deal with mean people. I can't deal with self-centered people. I can't, I, I don't, I can't, I really don't like being around certain types of people. And I'm working on it because honestly speaking, when you are talking to people, we are, none of us are perfect. So we have to understand that we're all going to come with our own set of issues, our own set of beliefs or something that we feel really strongly about, passionate about, that's something that you're willing to suffer for. Like, we're all willing to suffer for something at the end of the day. And I just wish that we could actually suffer for a cause that was worth it for everybody, for equality, for actual justice, 
to do the right thing, for people to have morals, for people to have respect. I'm feeling like it's lost. I feel like this country is falling into such a spiral where it's okay if you see a man on the news dead and he's an African-American man. And I don't mean to point that out, but it is our African-American men who are ending up in these situations the most. I get so angry because I'll see videos with Caucasian men pulling their gun out on another Caucasian officer and they talk them down. But an unarmed African-American man can get pulled over in this country and then he can get shot and murdered. I see videos all the time online how they'll run up to the window of the car and say he has a gun and they don't even know that he's recording and there's nothing in the car. Why is it like this? Why... What would possess another human being to take an oath to protect the public and not hold to his promise? I feel like our word means nothing now with some of us. Like it's a ploy or you just want to put on a show so that way you can go forth and just, I don't know. I just want to pray. And it, I hate seeing stuff like that because it hurts me so bad. Because what people don't understand, an injustice to one is an injustice to all. That's very true. Because if it keeps happening, then they'll it'll soon become the norm. And it'll become regular. And then people will think that this is just another thing that happens. And then it'll seem like it's okay for it to just go. And people can stand for it. We cannot stand for this. Something has to be done. These men need to go to jail. These men need to be prosecuted. They need to be upheld in the justice system. We need more judges who are honest and who are about the people, who are about actual justice to run. <sighs> I'm really hurt by this. I have a brother who's African-American. I have a father who's African-American. And... I have cousins who are African-American, and I couldn't imagine any of them. I don't think anybody really understands that from a standpoint of having an African-American male in your family or an opinionated, assertive African-American female in your family and them getting pulled over, I don't think a lot of people understand what it is to have to pick up the phone and call a family member just to make sure that you're safe. Because you're talking to the officer and you're asking them why and what are what are you being pulled over for? And half the time, you cannot even be acting up. You can have a calm voice. I watched one video online and this young man was sitting in his car and he immediately turned on his Facebook live and um, he was talking to the officer calm. He came to the window and he was like, he has a gun. You know, he just yelled it to his partners. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't have a gun. What are you talking about? I have my phone. And the guy saw that his phone was on. And so the police came up there, put it down, put it down. He said, no, I don't even want to move because I feel like if I move, you are going to kill me. And that broke my heart. Because when since 
they get pulled over in a simple traffic stop turn into you fearing for your life and having to place yourself on a public social platform to make sure that nothing happens to you and that if something does happen to you that they know who did it and there's without a doubt proof. Those are scary times. Lord God, I come to you today humbly as always. And I just pray that we all check our heart postures within this country, within this world. I know that world peace is probably not one of those things that can happen, not until you come back because it's written. And I know that these things are written. I know that these things are already said that they are to come. But please allow these men and these women to get justice for the things that have happened to them. Please help the rest of the public realize and see that this is not the answer, that there needs to be conversations. People need to be quicker to converse with one another to gain an understanding versus going straight into violence. Lord God, I pray for our hearts and I pray for his families. I pray for the families of all of those who were lost to senseless police brutality. From the young lady in Baltimore whose young son had to watch his mother pass. Because I can't imagine how lonely of a feeling that is to be in the house with your child. And to have nothing but men kicking your door and the guy who was with you runs out the back door, your child gets shot and you are murdered. That has to be the loneliest feeling in the world. The most, I, I can't even imagine the feeling. This can't become the norm. There has to be some type of love. People need to go back to common decency and understanding that we are human beings. We are not animals. When either in and we shouldn't act as such, we don't have to run around as being afraid of one another or being afraid to have a conversation with one another, God. We should all be able to come together under a common goal, under a common understanding, to be able to converse with one another and come to a conclusion amicably, like adults. And I'm not saying that police officers don't have it hard because there are some good police officers out there. I know a lot of them. But for every good one, it seems like there's three bad ones. I just pray to cover us and to change the hearts and the minds of those who are afraid, Lord God, to soften their hearts and get them to understand that conversations can be had as long as the people can agree to disagree, if that's the case, and or be open-minded about both points of views, because there are two sides to every story. But color shouldn't be the main point. I'm really hurt by this. I'm really sad by this. Um, I made another post about Ahmad, but I didn't post it because I sounded really angry um, when I had listened back at it. And the point is, even though it does infuriate me inside, um, <laughs> it's not how I wanted to convey what I wanted to say. You never say anything out of anger. 
because fighting fire with fire is it's just going to blaze. Who's going to put it out? <sighs> Who's going to put it out? There has to be some type of understanding. Right? There has to be some type of agreement. And God, Lord God, I pray that the justice system does handle this correctly and swiftly so that the families can get justice on both ends of both murders for this year. Please, while we're dealing with COVID-19 and we're dealing with all these African-American men getting killed year after year after year after year, leaving behind children, leaving behind their mothers, leaving behind sisters, these are people's family members. These people are human beings. And I just don't understand how they could be treated any other way than such. I don't know why I'm so sensitive to this stuff. Like, I don't like when they hurt animals, like poaching the white um, giraffe when they did that to the albino giraffe. I was so disgusted by that because I feel like human humanity has come, to, parts of humanity, not all, but parts of humanity have come to a point where I feel like they just don't feel anymore. Or a part of them has become so cold and callous that they don't feel up front until after the act is done. And then after that, they're like, oh, I messed up. And I know that God loves us all and he's willing to forgive us all. But at what point in time do they realize the forgiveness and the love and the mercy and grace of God also requires for you to try to walk in and be like him and live with his principles now, I understand police officers. I'm not saying I don't understand that they don't go through their issues, that they're not ambushed sometimes, or people don't play friendly and try to trip them up or catch them slipping, you know. But clearly, a man who's on the ground and he's already handcuffed can't do too much of anything to you. You can't just keep your knee on the back of somebody's neck or even on the back of their chest for that matter for that long and not care. I wish that people didn't feel like they had something to prove as far as with the ego point of view and that it turned more into a what is going on? Let me understand. Well, let me tell you what you did, and this is why this is happening situation. When I saw that video, there was nothing in this video that warranted George to die. Nothing. And I just can't even watch the news anymore because it's hurtful. <laughs> it's like every, all the time. All the time. You're seeing it more frequently than not now. And it just can't keep happening. Something has to be done. Because like I said, the more that they're reporting this in the media, the more that they're showing that people get murdered, the more it, the more common it gets. The more it's like, oh, okay, we could just, you know, no. It's not right. It's not normal. And it should not be normalized. I feel like they're normalizing this. I feel like it's... 
push so much so to the forefront and it's causing so much division in our country and a country that was already built off of division. At what point are we all going to come together? At what point are we going to realize that that's not the answer? At what point are we going to see that violence begets violence and it's not going to solve anything? How are we supposed to feel protected? And I'm so afraid because, like I said, it's not every police officer. But for the few that make it bad, for the rest, I don't feel like we as an African-American community should be afraid to get pulled over and get a traffic ticket. I don't feel like I, as an African-American woman, should have to drive around with a dash cam in my car just to make sure that nothing happens to me if I get pulled over at night. We have our fears, too. And when I bought that camera, that is the whole sole intent of me buying it. Because if anything happened, I just wanted it, wanted something there so it could be seen. Because that's the reality that we live in these days and age. Like when you get pulled over, you have to wonder, is this a normal traffic stop or is it going to turn into something completely left? Oh my God, I'm being pulled over. I need to pray. Like, that's really what this is turning into. And it's so sad because we're all human beings. We're all people. And it just shouldn't be like this. But it's written. You know, I'm not even going to get into that too much. But um, it says in the word that it'll get worse before it gets better. It's just continuously seeing it, it takes a toll on your heart sometimes and it makes you feel like, wow, this is our reality now. This is the way we live now. There are different evolutions to issues in regards to race in our country. And I feel like through the years and through history, there have there has been an evolutionary change and has shifted and pivoted and has always been, if you're brown, you're at this certain level or you're at this certain advantage. You have this particular set of rights and I'm speaking in regards to segregation. This country has gone through slavery. We have gone through civil war. We have gone through segregation. We have gone through peace marches. We have gone through some of our most influential, peaceful, peaceful. Martin Luther King was peaceful. Now, Malcolm X, he was a man of war first. He was an Afro and I type of gentleman. I'm not going to lie. He's like, you're sitting around watching him kill us, but we're just sitting here watching, you know. When he went to Mecca, he really understood what was going on. He came back with a whole brand new point of view. It's not about that. It's about people. It's not about black and white. You know, Um, but through history. It has been through history. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, and we're 
And now we have Black men who are afraid to step up and be civil rights leaders because of things that happen to people like Martin Luther King or Malcolm X. <sighs> I just wish it would get to a point where it would just stop. But we could all treat each other different where everything could be fair and the color lines, all this black, all this white. It could just I'm not saying you can't be who you are, but I'm saying we got to all realize that we are people at the end of the day, regardless of what shade our skin is. It's a shame. This man has a mother. He probably has children. Like I said, I haven't read up on him because it would just hurt my feelings even more to read that this man was killed senselessly over a fort. Like, okay, lock him up. You know, I'm not saying that he didn't do anything wrong, but that doesn't warrant him to die. And like I said, a man walked into a church and gunned down innocent people and he was able to live. And this man had a forgery charge and was killed was handled with total disrespect and indecency. And this gentleman who walked into church and shot innocent people who were just praying at their Bible study was walked out of the church and handcuffed standing up and they made sure he was okay. I'm hurt. I see the difference. People say don't make it about color, but it's hard when you see it. And it's easy for you to say when you're not the color that it's happening to. Have some compassion. Really think about it. Really sit back and understand at the end of the day what the end game really is. And it's not supposed to be us against us. It's just not. I don't even think I even got a chance to pray except for saying like a couple things that I just wish for and I just hope for. But Lord God, I pray that at this time that we keep our hearts and our minds intact, that we stay calm and that we stay sane. And any protest that happens, Lord God, let there be no more casualties and let them understand that this is to demonstrate how you feel and to prove your point and get it across. But this is for everyone to go home safely. I pray for the protesters. I pray for his family for not having him there with them and let them cope. And I know nothing, nothing, nothing could ever replace that void. But you, Lord God, enter in their hearts, comfort them and let them know, even though this man was taken before his time, I pray that he is with you. I pray that we soften the hearts of all the individuals who are scared to do their job who would choose violence before they choose understanding. I pray for those who don't know how to communicate with people in other ethnicities, that they may get the cultural sensitivity training that is needed in order to go out and relate to people and to be problem solvers, not inducers. Oh, Lord God, I just pray. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.